Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. My guest today is Micah Barber. I'm excited for you to hear from her. She is uh, going to speak on the wisdom of resilience, a very popular word. Uh, Micah is a coach, by the way. She is a coach for Your Infinite Life. She's also a parenting educator and parenting coach. She has four daughters. She's traveled the world. And I think most interesting is she is a certified advanced grief recovery specialist. So therefore has, I'm sure, called upon the wisdom of resilience many times. So welcome, Micah. Thank you. So... uh, like before we get, or as we get started, I would love for you to start out by just really defining resilience for all of us. Like, what does it really mean to be resilient? Well, it's a, it's a good question. And I think it could be a broad definition. Um, But for me, the part of resilience that really resonates with me is sort of this idea of elasticity and being able to, you know, bend with life's challenges or bounce back from life's challenges. I like to think of it as weathering the storm of life or maybe even dancing in the rain. I love those. <laughs> <laughs> all those three, those three things are great. I think we can all relate to that too. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we're all, I think that, um, you know, accepting that life has challenges is, you know, one of the main aspects of resiliency, because if we're still here, um, there's still adversity in our life. And whether it's, you know, a financial challenge, health concerns, career, um, the loss of a loved one through death or through the end of a relationship, parenting has challenges, you know, relationships are challenging you know, there's always going to be adversity in our life. That's just part of the human experience. So I think if we can accept that, then when things happen in our life, we can use it as an opportunity rather than, you know, letting it kind of, you know, turn our life upside down, although sometimes that still happens. Um, But we, instead of saying, you know, why is this happening to me? We know that, you know, challenge is part of life. Yeah, you know, I, I... You said something really great. You said that, you know, about accepting and kind of elaborated a little bit about accepting all the different challenges that life will bring us. And, and I love that concept of accepting. I have a question, though, when it comes to the wisdom of resilience. Does accepting mean that we have to be happy with it? No, definitely not. Okay, good. <laughs> Phew, then I can be no. resilient. <laughs> no, we don't have to be happy about it, but I think the point is not to necessarily be in resistance oh, to it. Because difference. when we're in resistance, um, we're not utilizing our magnificence. Mm. We're not 
in problem solving mode. We're not in growth mindset mode where we're, it's more like we're stuck and resisting what's happening. So how would, how would we become resilient? Like, do we have to wait for the challenges in order to become resilient? Well, I think it's really important to cultivate resiliency before we're in a, the trenches of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when, you know, life is more status quo, that's, that's our time to really build our resilience muscle. So that when, you know, when life does get turned upside down or when something challenges, when something challenging does happen, we're already, you know, in the, in the habit or we're already, we've already cultivated the ability to utilize our resiliency. So, um, what are some ways that people can do that? Well, one of the things that came to me um, as I was, you know, contemplating how we become resilient is the idea of ritual. And, you know, the word self-care is very used right now in a, in a lot of platforms. And I feel like we're hearing, we hear that a lot, particularly women, but I think everybody's, there's an emphasis on practicing self-care, but I think it goes beyond self-care and the way I think of it is like, what are the rituals in our life? Because as humans, we're very habitual and I think we love ritual. So I think examining our rituals and asking ourselves if they're adding or depleting our life energy. So do they make us feel rejuvenated? Do they support like emotional regulation? And, you know, for me, I think of this like a little bit of, you know, having a cocktail in the afternoon or in the evening while I make dinner or something. I mean, that can be a really enjoyable ritual, but I wonder sometimes is that adding to my life energy or depleting Mm -hmm. life energy? So I know I'm a big fan of meditation. That's definitely a daily ritual that I have that I know supports self-awareness, supports emotional regulation, um, really supports, you know, me processing a lot of feelings, you know, just that we experience as human beings. And as a parenting coach and someone who's studied, you know, child development, I know that we come into this world wired for all the emotions. And sometimes we get into this place where we start to label certain emotions negative, and that's where we can get into trouble. And this is really at the heart of what your infinite life teaches and part of why your infinite life resonates with me because I just have such an experience of this where, you know, if we start to label our emotions good or bad, then we tend to not want to experience the bad emotions or we tend to stuff them down. And that's, you know, pretty soon where we have a lifetime of stuffed emotions inside mm-hmm. and that doesn't lead us in good places typically. So for me, meditation is a way to process those emotions, good and bad, and allow my body to metabolize them and work through them rather than stuffing them. You know, it's interesting, uh, all, the, all the things you're talking about. Like what I was thinking was, you know, often we go to this place of trying to cope with the challenges as opposed to, you know, I think what you're talking about is really investigating if we're moving through them or are we just coping with them? 
Right. Yeah. Coping feels like um, it requires a lot of spiritual or emotional discipline or spiritual discipline. Um, like it feels like you're kind of muscling. Mm-hmm. Like it, that takes a lot of muscle to cope. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot yeah. of effort. When really resilience takes a lot of just being you. Yeah. It's a lot of allowing. Ah. Uh. Good and word. I think yeah. allow a, a lot of surrendering and, you know, surrendering doesn't mean, you know, surrendering doesn't mean just to allow whatever to happen, happen, but it's kind of back to like that resistance piece instead of pushing against, we're kind of moving along with and working with our feelings, working with the challenges in our life instead of working against them. Mm. I I really like that. I think that, you know, the, especially what you said about rituals really allowed for a a level of responsibility for knowing, you know, for, as you said, cultivating that resilience before you need it, that, you know, the emotion, dealing with your feelings, the rituals, the connection. I definitely know that when we, when we get in the middle of a challenge in our life or adversity, we're just going to go to our habits. Like a lot of, Mm -hmm. a lot of times our mindfulness has been taken away. Our ability to really uh, respond has been taken away and we start reacting from these knee jerk places. And so if during, you know, a time in our life when things are, more stable if we've really cultivated those rituals that will be our go-to like what you're just saying is actually the wisdom of resilience (laughs) that was so brilliant everybody may want to play it back because i know i've been in pretty adverse situations like mildly so and extremely so and you're right every single time you know i revert to my habit and sometimes those habits weren't so good, <laughs> you know, and so, yes. you know, cookies and blaming and, you know, overeating and things like that became my habit. But the, the more I learned about how to take care of myself, how to, you know, gather support, everything you're saying is so brilliant that then when the pandemic came along, you know, I called upon habits that were more service to me. And yes. so therefore I could feel more of my resilience. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Such great stuff. And I also loved what you said about, you know, the, the wisdom of resilience is that ability to bend and bend with what's going on and bounce back and letting go of resistance. So uh, great points. So before we complete, Micah, yeah, let everybody know where they can find you. Um, right now you can find me on Instagram at Mother Daughter Moxie or um, on Facebook under Micah Barber. All right. Thank you so much. And we hope to hear from you again and have a very resilient day, everybody. Great. Thank you, Pam. You too. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com 
and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a Learning Journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.